Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Fort Worth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Boyd, and I'm joined this afternoon by Pastor Stephen. Yeah, great to be with you on a Wednesday afternoon. On a Wednesday, yeah. We both had some some scheduling uh, things. I, it was really me yesterday. Um, I know we are, the last few weeks have been, you've been out, I've been out. We yeah. were back last week. I was under the weather yesterday, took off half a day. But we're back today on a Wednesday. We are, and we're hoping that people are tracking with us and are able to to share in our podcast today or maybe later this week. Uh, those of you that are regular listeners, thank you for taking the time to, yeah. to listen in. Absolutely. And it's, it's a busy day today. We have podcasts. I know you just got back from lunch and we have a podcast right now. And then the 12 starts tonight. We have it our new does. series. We are tonight. excited about yeah. our June Wednesday program. And just it's hard to get my mind around the fact that we're already into the month of June. This year, in spite of the restrictions of COVID, have raced rapidly by. And tonight we we kick off our summer Wednesday program, and I'll be hosting a new Bible study that I've entitled The Twelve, where we're going to focus in on the Twelve Apostles. I uh, highlighted that a few weeks ago on a Sunday morning and indicated that we wanted to spend some quality time just looking at the different apostles in a way that might encourage us in our own faith. Yeah, and we, I mean, we talked last week about um, who was our favorite. Um, we both shared yes, we that, did. that John was our favorite. And um, so we asked the question, we posed the question to our listeners, who is your favorite? Who's your favorite apostle? Who is your favorite disciple and, and why? And we did have an answer, actually, from... And I was blessed to hear that we did. <laughs> from, from this past That week. means at least one person is listening. <laughs> we are excited. One. And I, I need to, to brag on, I know Robin on our worship team was actually bragging on the podcast to our worship team, telling the rest of our team that they needed to, to listen to the podcast because well, we do a great job and uh, I don't know about us doing a great job but we have a lot of we have a great fun doing the podcast we do so. and we, we we honestly we are blessed if you listen so thank you for yes. taking the time so but tell tell us about the those that are the one that was willing to share yeah so uh, Jake Martin shared with us uh, today that um, his favorite disciple his favorite apostle was Peter and uh, I asked Jake I said well why, why is your favorite disciple Peter and um, he talked about Peter's um, his forwardness, his boldness, and even his hastiness in times to, to move a little quicker than the rest of the disciples, maybe even sometimes to a fault, um, but how much that spoke for Peter's faith. Um, and even in instances where he slices, you know, <laughs> someone's ear in, in defense of Jesus. He's a hasty guy. He's he, a character. That he was quick. a man of action. Yeah. Which uh, those of you that have been listening to our, our series on Mark, I indicated, I think more than likely, Mark based his gospel on the testimony of Peter. And if indeed that's the case, uh, it then even adds to our understanding of how Mark writes his gospel. It's the action gospel. It's yeah. all about moving to the next act. And, and, and when you look at Simon or look at Simon Peter, uh, he did have that manner about him where uh, it seems like sometimes he would say something before he thought or he would act even before he really considered the ramifications of his action. And th there, there is a part of that that is commendable. I mean, he wanted to step learn, forward. We can yeah. learn a lot from the faith of Peter and, and how, I mean, when you even the scene where Jesus walks on water and Peter joins him on the yeah. water, he does sink, yes, but, but he he's got out the of the boat. one to step out of the <laughs> you boat. Know, you know, the other guys are just sitting in yeah. the security of the boat and, and, and Peter says, hey, call me out. And, yeah. and Jesus did. We, we and talk, 
yeah, we talked last week about how so often we are the Thomas of the crew, and we really we love to doubt. We love to take when we really need to be more like Peter and get out of the boat. I think so. Now, I had an email yesterday uh, from someone asking about tonight's series. And again, we do launch that tonight at 630. And the question is, who are we going to look at tonight? And so I would invite you to, to tune in, whether online at 630 or join us in our worship center on campus. But uh, tonight will be more of an introduction going to help give us a broader perspective on the 12. And then starting next week, we'll go uh, through the list that Mark provides. And so the order of our focus will be based on the order that Mark supplies. And no surprise, uh, we're going to focus initially on Peter. And so, uh, Jake, uh, be sure and tune in uh, next Wednesday. We're going to center in on your favorite of the apostles next Wednesday. We do thank you, Jake, for your answer to the question. And we, uh, if you've been wanting, so I, I'll just go ahead and mention this here. I was going to save it for later, but it, it dawned on me this week that a lot of times when people listen to podcasts, they're driving mm-hmm. and uh, people are traveling, they're commuting, it may not be the most opportune time to send an email. We don't want you question. to text and drive. So what I did, I created a, a web page for the North Fort Worth podcast. And you can submit a question on the website and there will be a link in the description of the podcast where after you're listening, so not during your listen, (laughs) after you've listened and you're no longer driving, you can click on that link and you can submit a question straight from our website, northfortworth.com slash podcast. You can submit a question, a comment right there. You can leave your name, your email, um, and give us a question in that regard. Or you can just email us, podcast at northfortworth.com, whichever is easiest. Well, I'm excited to know we now have our own website we have, for our we podcast. Have a we are uh, progressing. And <laughs> northfortworth.com slash And podcast. about favorite apostles, tonight uh, I'm going to open our discussion by asking the question of those that participate who is their favorite. And so maybe you didn't send us the email. Uh, just you join us this, this evening. I'd be very interested to, to hear from you. Uh, I'll be curious if anyone identifies Bartholomew as the favorite. <laughs> or Judas. Uh, or Thaddeus. I mean, all of these uh, various ones that you don't typically hear. Uh, but join us tonight at 630. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, we've got some updates. We've kind of teased some updates the past several weeks. Um, and uh, I know I've gotten some, I haven't gotten some nasty emails, but I've gotten some emails asking questions about, uh, you know, why did you, you know, why'd you give us this update? You know, here, we, we need more info. You know, I've teased youth camp is what I've really done. That's the right. big one that I'm talking about. I've teased youth camp and I've dangled it like a carrot. Um, and uh, in the words of Matthew Ely, the horse only likes carrots for so long while you dangle the carrot. And so youth camp will be July 19th through the 23rd, Generate Camp, Brownwood, Texas. That's all the info I have. I but did, that's a date. You've I did run date. in to our new student pastor. Mark Jackson was in the office just 30 minutes ago, oh, wow. uh, starting to move some books into his his office. And if you were not aware, he's going to be with us, though. He doesn't start on Sunday. He'll be attending our contemporary service with his family and will be in the office next Monday. Next and, Monday. Uh, and so he's excited about student camp. And if you have... Uh, one of your children or grandchildren that you would love to be encouraged through the summer, uh, then go ahead. Now, is there a place on our website where they can even begin to to register for that? You know, I'm not sure. We'll have that within the week. I know with Mark starting Monday, and I didn't want to bombard him with questions about um, 
things like that. So I don't know if there's a specific website for that, but we can get that information within the week. So before next week's podcast episode, um, there will be an update. Be sure to check out um, our student ministry page, North Fort, no, excuse me, northfortworth.com slash students, I believe. Um, the North Fort Worth Youth page, and you can find all the info about our student ministry there. And when those dates are available and when the sign-up link is available, it will be available there. So, And Mark will be with us next Wednesday night for our Wednesday Absolutely. programming. He's excited about hosting some events here on campus for our students to get to know them and to begin to, to build some momentum as we move toward uh, the fall. So you can go ahead and circle that if you or one of our students, or you have a child that's in our our youth program, uh, make sure that they're here next Wednesday. Absolutely. We've got Wednesday nights all throughout June, July, and August, and life groups on Sunday mornings, and then, excuse me, some Sunday night hangouts, a back-to-school bash um, in August, a leadership retreat in August, um, several different events going on, some days of service, mission trip, those kind of things. Mark's got a big schedule. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and it's it's pretty packed from uh, from June to today. This is the first day on there, Wednesday night, June 2nd, and then all the way through August 8th, there is stuff, uh, excuse me, August 18th, there's stuff all over the place. So Mark's got a good calendar put together for that. Um, and speaking of summer calendar, we actually have some from uh, some kids activities coming up as well, right? Is that, am I correct in saying I that? do think that's true. Yes, we've got some kids events coming up. VBS is just right around the corner. Well, yeah, VBS isn't until July, but uh, Sally has organized two summer camps for our, our children uh, during the month of June. No uh, one is here in Fort Worth that we'll be hosting on campus for those that are still a little cautious about sending their children away to and that will be on our campus it will yeah. be here yes and I uh, saw a note from Sally uh, earlier today just highlighting some of the things that she's going to be trying to do but then at the end of the month I believe it's at the end there's also then uh, a children's camp that will go to Riverbend re- retreat centers yeah, they'll be attending Riverbend June 21st through the 25th um, and, and then the camp in the city that will happen on our campus will be June 10th through the 12th. So two opportunities for you to go. You can go to both. You can go to one. You can go to none. Whatever whatever your preference is, those are both available for you. You can sign up for those, northfootworth.com slash kidscamp. The registration is the same for both camps, so you just have to designate which one you want to go to on there, and, and we'll be And let me to appeal go. to our parents. Uh, again, I, I appreciate the caution and the discernment that all of us have tried to, to display through uh, the pandemic But moving into the summer, as the numbers involving COVID have been decreasing, I do hope you'll look for opportunities to allow your children to participate in some of these activities and and, and so that they can be just strengthened. And I know Sally's going to bring a wonderful program in all of these various settings uh, to be a blessing to your children. So make an effort to, to get them here. Yeah. No doubt. We're excited about that. We're also excited. You know, we mentioned Mark will be here next Monday. We're really excited about that. This is a huge step for our church. If you're not excited about that, if you haven't met Mark yet, if you didn't get to meet him, come to church this Sunday. Come to the contemporary service. Shake his hand. Um, give him a hug. Do whatever. Um, but then be excited for next Wednesday. Bring your students back next Wednesday. Um, we've been having Wednesday night activities, and this is just 
me speaking transparently here. We've had Wednesdays going on this whole time while we've been without a student pastor in between Caleb and Mark, but um, our student numbers have been so low on Wednesday nights. And here's an opportunity for us to really kind of jumpstart things and to get things going again before we get into the new semester. We want to rebuild our student ministry in a great way. Um, and this is a good opportunity for your students. It's a natural on-ramp for your students to get involved. Mark has no expectations with what's going to go on on Wednesday nights. Um, it's going to be a no-pressure, very easy environment for people to, to get involved and get plugged in again on Wednesday nights. So bring your students to be a part of that. I think we're all really excited about Mark being on board and here. As I said with the children's effort, I, again, if you're a parent of a teenager, help us there. Uh, encourage their participation and and know that uh, Mark's going to bring, I think, to the table a lot of creative ideas and his heart is for the Lord in a way that will be, I think, a noticeable influ- influence on your student. But uh, that won't happen unless they participate. And no sometimes it takes a little parental encouragement to, to, to move them uh, into the door. And, and so I, I hope that you'll do that. No doubt. Well, before we get too far into the, the end of our podcast, we wanted to mention this past Sunday. And uh, we had some kind of a really cool moment happen this past Sunday. And I think what really opened the eyes of a lot of people, but it only happened in one service. And mm-hmm. um, we, we ran out of time in the second service. We and, did. And that's okay. Things happen. And uh, it was a busy Sunday. We had graduation, uh, the graduate recognition on Sunday, and that took up a pretty large chunk of the contemporary service. And then we also shared about an eight and a half minute video um, Dr. Philip Scott's video. He's been on our podcast before. Um, we shared um, his Story of Faith video, which was the first edition in our series, our Stories of Faith which series. Which is going to be a new feature for us. It's going to be great. I hope that uh, you enjoyed that. It's an awesome thing. It was Those were so fun to produce and to record, and we've got several more lined up uh, that we're going to be sharing soon with you. Um, but because of that, the Contemporary Service got shrunk just a little bit, and there was something we wanted to share with you. In the- uh, again, if you were with us in both services, Services, you know, my the question that I raised really had us assess how we viewed Jesus, and uh, the language that I use I borrowed from a, a Scottish preacher by the name of Alistair Begg. Where the question I raised was, "Is Jesus a, a madman, a bad man, or the God man?" And if you were with us, we looked at some of the passages in Mark three, where uh, really that seemed to be where the emphasis was. Some of Jesus' family thought he was losing his mind. Of course, the religious leaders were describing him as demonic, being a, a bad man. And then at the end of the chapter, Jesus tries to push those that were near him to respond to him in a way that truly reflects who he is, uh, the God-man, God incarnate. Well, as I raised that question in the traditional service, I closed the service by then asking, well, some are going to want to argue, well, isn't there a fourth option? I mean, isn't it possible that Jesus is simply a good man? And it was at that point that I, I drew from the writing of C.S. Lewis uh, in his book, Mere Christianity. He eliminates that possibility. In fact, uh, Josh, why don't you read yeah, his quote? Read. This is exactly what you shared with us on Sunday morning during the traditional service. And for, for those that maybe didn't hear that, or it's great for you to hear it again, honestly. So this is from Mere Christianity. I am trying here to prevent anyone saying the really foolish thing that people often say about him, about Jesus. I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. 
That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sorts of things that Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says he is a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool, you can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. Now it seems to me obvious that he was neither a lunatic nor a fiend, and consequently, however strange or terrifying or unlikely it may seem, I have to accept the view that he was and is God. Again, that is C.S. Lewis giving you some insight into his own thinking. Uh, realize his background was he came to Christianity from an atheistic mindset and came to respond to the truth of Jesus Christ and and come came to accept the conviction that Jesus is not a madman or a bad man, but he is God incarnate, and he trusted in Jesus. Now, what he argues, though, in the paragraph that that Josh just read is, again, as many try to do in our culture today, you can't allow Jesus to kind of fall in between and just call him a good man. I mean, if you listen to his argument, you could break it down along these lines. Jesus claimed to be God. His claim is either true or false. If it's true, then ipso facto, he is God. If the claim is false, then either he said it, knowing it was false, in which case he is a liar, or he said it, not knowing it was false, in which case he's mad. Therefore, as you look at the argument, we're left with three logical options. He is either God or a liar or a lunatic. There's not an in-between. Makes the process of elimination a little easier. I it think. does. And, and, and as C.S. Lewis attested, now what, my goodness, now over 60 years ago, uh, his testimony is Jesus is God. He's the yeah. Savior. He's the Lord. And if, if you look at the evidence of how the Scripture presents Jesus, uh, his hope is that it will lead you to that same realization that you'll come to see Jesus to be the Savior of the world, the Lord and, and Master, and then as a result be impacted by that, or at the very least call Jesus a lunatic or a liar because there's just not an in-between. Yeah, and I love this other, we've got another quote written down here from Mere Christianity as well, and this has been said a lot of different ways, but I think C.S. Lewis really kind of patented this, this type of phrase here, and it's Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important, and I think that sums up kind of the whole idea of this um, is Christianity real? Is Jesus the God man? Is he really God? That that's that's the truth of it. It's yeah, either. and there shouldn't be this kind of casual indifference. Right. I mean, if he is God, incarnate, the Savior of the world, then you should respond to him wholeheartedly. Sure, you should allow who he is and what he teaches to impact who you are and how you live, or you deny who he is and it doesn't influence your life. Right. What's what's disconcerting is. I wonder if in some of our churches, they have drifted toward this moderate form of Christianity, which exposes 
at least in how they're living their lives, the, the, the notion that their view of Jesus is something less than right. who he is. Well, I know that the popular phrase is the crossless gospel, and that, that's what I think a lot of uh, moderation has brought about is the crossless gospel and a gospel without the cross of Jesus, without the resurrection, without the, the supernatural power of God involved is not the gospel at all. And I think that's a dangerous place to be in American culture. We, this watered down version of Christianity, this watered down version of Jesus is no Jesus. at Yeah. All. <laughs> and again, if you've not read some of C.S. Lewis writings recently, uh, the advantage of, uh, since it's been so long since he's published, uh, you have access to some of his writings now free of for charge. Sure. You go yeah. online, just go ahead and do a Google search for mere Christianity. You'll find several sites yeah. where you have access to to that particular book and you can read it for yourself. What's, I think, encouraging to me about him is, again, he embraced Jesus fully and he wanted Christ to impact his life in a way that is seen. There, there's another quotation that I, I would share with you is this, is he would give us a perspective on his thinking. He wrote, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen. And here it's spelled S-U-N. Not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. And what he conveys <laughs> what there, <laughs> see, I mean, Christianity should by its very nature illumine every facet of our life that we are able to make sense of life because of how we've responded to Jesus and how we've come to accept his teachings for what they are. And consequently, then that, again, like the sun rising in the early morning, it brings a, a brilliance and a perspective to our lives in a way that then alters our life. And again, if you've not read C.S. Lewis recently, uh, maybe today's podcast motivates you to, to check that out. Yeah, I know you can find uh, The Great Loves, Mere Christianity, A Grief Observed. Those are all, all three, I, I know for a fact, those mm-hmm. have been published long enough to where you can get those. For well, free. and the, the screw tape letters are one of my favorite yeah. uh, books by C.S. Lewis. You talk about kind of in a playful way illustrating this spiritual really, warfare this, that we find ourselves in yeah, this paragraph uh, that we read earlier that i read really reminds me of the dynamic that's found in screw tape letters yeah. this whole dynamic of you know this who is this jesus man and yeah. great great work of fiction but uh great again if you've never read the screw tape letter I, please take advantage of of an opportunity to be uh, encouraged and challenged and to have your mind expanded somewhat in in ways where he cleverly brings about uh, it really emphasizes biblical truth in a way that helps us uh, yeah. think about life and mere christianity is really a book that's for new christians and i'm often surprised at how many ma- very mature christian people who are um people who have a very strong faith and that's very apparent about them. I'm so surprised that they haven't read mere Christianity. And I know mere Christianity is recommended a lot of times to people who are, um, new to the faith, but what a great book for anyone in any regard of, of the faith who's been, been a Christian seven years, been a Christian for 70 years. So what a, what a great novel to, to really pick up. Well, and again, I'm afraid somewhat in our day and time, we're so media driven and video driven that the activity of reading has become yeah. maybe less of a, of a priority or a practice with, with some. But again, we're, we're just 
suggesting as we're talking about Jesus and here uh, drawing from some of the inside of C.S. Lewis that uh, apply your mind in a healthy way to, 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 to be strengthened in your faith. I think people would be shocked also, and this is really speaking to my generation, I love audiobooks, mm-hmm. um, and audiobooks are great for, for community. If you listen to a podcast on your commute, It'll take you maybe an extra three commutes to listen to a book, sure. <laughs> depending on the lo- the length of the book. Mere Christianity is free on Spotify. You can listen to the entirety of Mere Christianity for free on Spotify. There's a solution for some that are listening today. If you say, well, I don't know that I can create space to read time-wise. Well, Everyone drives. You have your commute. <laughs> yeah. Just download it, listen to it, be encouraged. Yeah, definitely. We, we hope that, uh, that that's the goal of our podcast every week, is that you would be encouraged. We want to extend hope to you um, in a unique way, and I really think that's, that's what the goal of uh, our podcast, this dialogue that we share back and forth, Pastor Stephen, that's really our goal. No matter who is sitting in the, the, the interviewee or the interviewer chair, that's the goal. We want to extend hope and just to in, in, reach people with the gospel and to have a new way where we can dialogue back and forth, and we hope the podcast is meaningful to you. We hope it helps. We hope that it extends a dialogue and opens up opportunities for you during the week. Um, and we hope to see you back tonight, 6.30. 6.30, the 12. The 12. It's going to be great. It'll be it's going to be night. great. You, I can tell you're excited there about the 12. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. The, the introduction of the 12 tonight and then Peter next week um, and maybe others next week or just Peter No, no. We're not going to devote a single week to every one of them, obviously toward the latter part of the list. We don't have a lot of information on Bartholomew and <laughs> sure, Thaddeus and some sure. of those, or James the Less. Uh, but uh, we'll spend at least a full week on Peter and James and Andrew Very and John cool. and Philip. So You don't want to miss. No, it, it will be, I think... Now, my, my intention isn't just to give you a biographical sketch. I want us to learn from what they were learning. And so it really... Uh, my prayer for the series is that we look at how Jesus equipped and trained them and developed them in the faith and that uh, in the process, he's going to do the same with us. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And we look forward to seeing you this Sunday, 9 and 11 a.m. Join us next Wednesday. Mark's going to be back next Wednesday. He's going to be here in person. I said back. He's going to be here for the first time um, leading our students in person. And Sally's been here the whole time. Sally is so excited to get more and more kids in the building. Tonight starts our Wednesday night meal effort um if you hear this podcast before tonight before you come there's still time to rsvp you just have to rsvp on the website make sure you reserve a spot for your family um tamara will be upset if you wait till the last minute so make sure you do that as soon as possible um but church we love you we're praying for you many of you by name even this week um and we hope to see you again tonight and sunday have a great day